It's my birthday. I don't have to do nothing. Ow! I am so excited to be celebrating my pending 30th birthday. When I look back over my life, and I remember being a little girl dreaming of what it would be like to be an adult. Um, Because back then it seemed just like so exciting and so much fun until I realized the only adulting I really want to do in life is wear lashes and drink champagne from out the bottle. But I think about the life that I have now, how it kind of matches up to what I thought that it would be just a little bit. I can say that the last decade of my life has truly made me a Spartan. From living on my own in college at 20 when my parents dropped me off at the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. You know, losing my dad at 22, moving to my dream city, New York, working for NBC at 24, having two significant relationships that molded um, important stages of my life, cultivating great relationships with my friends, being disappointed, being in love, being happy. I mean, the list can go on. This last year in particular has been a whirlwind, okay? I'm talking about the eye of my life was worse than Hurricane Irma. It's just been a shit show. Excuse my French, right? I've never been um, prouder of myself for rising to the occasion and surviving emotional turmoil or facing my fears and truths. Most days, I feel like my life is an extended episode and version of Insecure, filled with bad decisions unforgettable nights, amazing friends, great experiences, and lots and lots and lots of wine. I can honestly say I survived and took away some great gems that I will use and take with me as I step into 30. Now, when I think of 30 now as a 29.125 year old, right? Um, For me, 30 means like womanhood at its finest, right? It's um, symbolizes strength, wisdom, acceptance, authenticity, fearlessness, fearlessness, love, and independence. So, you know, doing this list of things I learned from the previous age has become one of my favorite traditions. I do it every single year. I've been doing it since I turned, what, like 27. Um, it allows me to reflect on what I learned and what I want going into the next age. Um, but this year, for me, seems a little bit more special Um, As I embark on such a major and monumental milestone, my 30th birthday. So we're going to go ahead and dig right into this list. Like I've really been letting this thing marinate. I like been writing over the last couple of weeks. Like I'll be out somewhere and I like jot it down. Like, oh my God, I learned that too. Or something will trigger a memory or a lesson. So we're going to start with the first thing. The first thing is something that I'm really excited about. Um, You know, I know I do this um, hashtag called manifesting love and I've learned an interesting lesson about love at 29. Love is not rocket science. I remember my high school boyfriend, his mom told me love is not difficult. Love is not hard. Um, We all know that love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't operate in confusion. And love ultimately takes work. I didn't really realize that until I got older. And of course, I've been watching the Black Love documentary on OWN. But love takes work. Love is about loving somebody at their best and at their worst. Um, Who knew that it would take the last decade of my life to get a true understanding of what what love really means. Um, Y'all know that I'm very vocal about being single AF. Um, Yes, men like me. Yes, I can have a man if I really, really want to one. If I like really put my mind to it, I could be booed up, right? Um, 
I have a few folks that I could choose from. However, I realize I do know that I need a special type of man, right? Um, one that my daddy would love and one that my mom can trust with me. Um, I know that love is work. Love is a real commitment. Love is going with the ebb and flows of people, who they are and what they aren't. Love requires a solid foundation. Love is like, it's about building. It's about connecting. It's about growing. Um, if you love someone, I, I think the biggest lesson I learned at 29, if you love somebody, tell them, show them, act in love. And, you know, like, don't be in denial about how you feel about a person or a situation. You can love somebody and not be with them. You can love them from afar. But always choose love in the end, right? Boom. Um, number two, I realize that a type of person that I am, I need relationships, both platonic and romantic, with people who can catch me with both hands. I'm petite. I'm a lot to handle. And I need people that will love me at my best and at my worst, who will show up for me and I can show up for them. Um, I need relationships that feed my soul. That if I'm having a bad day at work, I'd be like, if it's a guy or girl that I look, I need to have a conversation or, you know, I know that I'm kind of needy just a little bit. And I need those people in my life that could be like rocks and foundations so that I could be the same thing for them. Number three, um, I really don't know as much as I think I do. Um, there was a point in time in my life when I thought I had all the answers. Um, I'm, I clearly don't. I'm kind of clueless. Um, I have so much to learn about life. And the best way to do that is to keep on living. I think within the last couple of months, I realized how naive I am and how like ignorant I am about different issues. Um, I really don't know as much as I think I do. Um, and I'm just at a point now, I'm just so eager to learn what I don't know. I'm just so eager to like, to like delve into like subjects that I know nothing about because I'm just like, oh my gosh, my whole life I thought it was this way. And it's really the other way. What I thought was wrong was right. And what I thought was right was wrong. Um, number four, to live in my truth, whatever that is, and to feel how I feel. Um, I remember there was a point where I was like really cool with masking how I felt or how I didn't feel about things. Now I'm just really learning to own my ish and I'm taking it from there. Um, I remember I had a conversation with somebody. Um, and I guess this person thought they, was, they were getting me together and they were just like, you just mad because such and such exposed you for who you really are, right? And every time I think about that statement, like I chuckle, um, I'm probably one of the most authentic people you will ever meet. Um, I've never been shy to admit when I like you and when I don't. And trust me, you'll know either way. Um, I'm not someone who claims to be perfect. I don't really like people for real. I think most people, well, you know, we'll get, we're going to get to half of about people a little later on in my list. Um, it's something I'm working on. I'm really, I'm guarded AF. Um, I never, I never sparingly forgive, but I also never forget. I'm not a fake motivational person who lives in another world who just like talks about stuff that they don't practice or who don't practice what they preach. Um, the thing I love about my podcast and my who I am is that my podcast is a boomerang effect for myself. I throw gems into the universe and I watch them come right back to me and encourage myself when I need them most. So <laughs> there's nothing to expose about myself because I expose myself daily, right? And I'm unapologetic about it. And that's one thing I love about myself. And so I learned at 29 to live in my truth wholly and completely and to be myself 100% of the time and show up for myself when I need to. Um, number five, stop the BS. Um, stop making excuses and get it done. 
operating in dysfunction is not cute. It doesn't make you a bad bee. Um, just because you've been doing it a certain way for like a lifetime doesn't mean it's right. And you still have like room to shift and to move and to do something different. Um, number six, you're more magical and powerful than you think you are. Don't downplay yourself and what you can do. Um, you know, I talked about the imposter syndrome when I was listening to, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. It was one about, it's like black therapy for girls and the imposter syndrome and how sometimes we'll walk into a room and discourage ourselves before we even open the door. And I've realized more than ever at this age, it is, that is something that I have been struggling with, right? Thinking I'm less than or that I can't do it or I'm not capable and I'm more than capable. God gave me the tools. God gave me a certain dream for a reason. And to just walk in it because I'm already that person that I want to be, right? Um, number seven, be comfortable in your skin and never dim your shimmer because other people can't handle the dazzle. I think that's self-explanatory. Um, number eight, accept expiration dates. Some things will just come to an end. Every story doesn't have to have a negative ending. These days, you know, I'm just exiting stage left or right without a soliloquy or monologue. Um, I literally have mastered packing up my emotions and feelings and moving the F on from things. I'm number nine. Feed your emotional self. Build an unbreakable foundation. When you are so sure of yourself, there's nothing that anybody can do or say to break you down. Um, I am already an emotional person. I, I am emotional as all get out. I'm run by my emotions. I talked about it in an old podcast. My emotions are king in my life. And it's something that I'm working on, something I'm like actively trying to get together. Um, but I have to feed that part of myself that is super emotional. Like I'm reading books, I'm reading quotes, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to sermons. I'm like, okay, when you're being extra, like I give myself pep talks. I'm um, number 10, feel your strengths and your weaknesses. So at my job, I'm a part of a business resource group. I'm part of the like professional development program where we have mentors that are executives and they like pour into us and we are allowed to pour into them. And we have been doing a lot of like personality and professional quizzes, like, um, Mars Briggs. Um, I forgot the other test, but anyway, um, and to think it made me shift my thinking. Cause I think growing up, we've always been told to focus on our weaknesses and harp on those versus reveling in the things that make us dynamic and special instead of focusing on those things that we are good at. Uh, we all have something to contribute and we have to feed that need. And so yes, the things about myself that I'm just like horrible at, like, I'm just not good at, like I'm, I suck at details. Right but I'm creative as all get out. You teach me something and I can run with it. You can lead me to water and I'll drink for the rest of my life. That's something I'm good at, right? So I've learned to just fuel those things, fuel my strengths and my weaknesses. Number 11, all my F-ups, my failures, my setbacks and my shortcomings, don't get frustrated, trust the process. Those, you know, God has us go through those things so we can be better. You can't be the best if you don't know what it feels like to be the worst, okay? Because let me tell you something. Ooh, I've had some low moments in black history, but because I've had those low moments, I know what it feels like to be high and to be flying and to feel great and to achieve. Number 12, endure the bite, the bite backs for things that I do and that I don't do and to accept responsibility for those things. Pretty self-explanatory. Number 13, demand what I deserve from people, places, and things. I'm valuable. I'm amazing. I'm worth it every single time. I'm somebody that you want to bet on because you're going to get a return on your investment. And I got to make sure that I demand what I deserve and what I need every single time. Number 14, stop giving an F about what other people think. That's self-explanatory. I've talked about that before. 
You know, I think about the relationships I wasn't in because I was scared about what other people were going to think about it. I think about the things I didn't do because I thought, oh, people are going to think I'm extra. Or, you know, one thing that I've learned, um, especially with social media, is that people really feed into whatever persona that they think you have or they think that I have, right? And I can't get caught up. I can't get caught up in that and what other people's opinions are of me, whether they're real or fake, whether I did something to them or I didn't, whether it's something by happenstance or whatever. Got to get over that. You just got to be yourself and just truly not give an F, right? Um, number 15, don't judge a book by its cover. I think every situation that I've gone into, where I thought I knew something based upon what it looked like. I was wrong every single time. Uh, number 16, happiness is a choice, so choose it. Every day I wake up, even when I get up on the wrong side of the bed, even when I'm having a bad day or I'm late for work or I had an argument with somebody, I, tr- I try my best to always choose happiness because it is a choice. And I have the opportunity to be happy. And that's something that I want every single day and every single time. Number 17. Oh, this is one of my favorites. It costs us nothing to be nice. So I remember looking at pictures of myself when I was a little girl, right? Um, I'm obsessed with like pictures when I was younger. Um, I had the brightest little gap smile. I'm when I looked at like some home videos. I was like, I'm on my sister, tell my big sister, you're gorgeous, Melissa. You're so pretty. I want to be just like you. Like I loved everybody, everybody that knows me. Um, you can see like the love and light in my eyes. You're talking about someone that was lovable. I would just be like, you're so pretty. Or how are you? Like I would sit on the porch with my grandma. Like I just love talking to people. Um, everybody knew I was a little girl that just had a love for people. I would talk to strangers. I loved meeting new people. And then I realized as I got older, I become bitter, jaded, and just enchanted by people. Um, I grew like a cold heart towards people based upon the way other people treated me, whether it was granted or not. Um, I had zero compassion for other people. After looking at like pictures of myself, I had like a level of conviction that like acting ugly towards people or shutting down was just so ugly and just like horrible, right? There was a point when I thought everybody was trash. I still kind of think that way, but not as much because a lot of people just are hot messes. Um, I don't really trust a lot of people. Um, I really wasn't interested in making new friends. I felt like everybody had an ulterior motive. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Um, I just thought it was like asinine and like super crazy that people like really was like trying to get to them. Like, oh my God, I seen Instagram. I feel like we'll be such great friends. And I just be like, girl, mm, not really interested, but hey, girl. Um, I really had to stop thinking that people weren't shit. Excuse my French again, but I just got to say it like I mean it, right? Um, I really had to un- like get back to the feeling of believing that people are filled with love and awesomeness and see like the bright side of human nature. Um, I knew that being a product of other people's craziness and fake hazing was not who I was. It's not who I, it's not who I am. It's not who I am at my core. Um, I needed to be, and I was started, I like kind of saw myself becoming something that I wasn't. So I've made it a, you know, conscious effort to be nice to people, even when I, they don't deserve it to be nice, even when they treat me like trash, just to be nice. To always be nice to people because you never know who you might need in the future. Um, I'm still working on the speaking portion because if I don't F with you, didn't Cardi B say it? You know, I don't F with you. I, if I don't F with you, I'm probably not going to speak. But I'm working on it because God is not done and or through with me yet. Um, number 18, to stop being an effing drama queen. When I tell y'all, I wear myself out and have frequent fake, fake anxiety attacks because I'm always doing 
way too effing much. Like I will have a lay by stuff. I think about things in advance that things that didn't even happen. I come up with scenarios. Um, I'm just learning to take my to take like self prescribed chill pills and just to go find a seat and to sit in it. Um, 19, don't be bitter. Like I had a level like this year, I found myself being bitter about things like bitter about my experiences, bitter about the way I felt like I was overlooked or the way people treated me. And I just had to get over it and just like let stuff go because I'm still going to be popping. Okay. Because I'm not a regular schmegular girl. Right. Um, I realized I was kind of walking around with the baggage of things that didn't go right. And I just, again, needed to let it go. Number 20. Um, I won't have the same stories. Everyone else started to join my own narrative. Um, you know, sometimes you look at people and like, dang, I wish I had a man. Dang, I wish I had a baby. Dang, I wish I had this job. Dang, I wish I had this car. Dang, I wish I had this much money. You know, I can look at people and not covet what they have. I can look at people and be inspired, but not be jaded because I'm not where I want to be. Or I don't have what they have or they got something I want. And I'm like a hundred feet away and they're like at it already. Right. On number 21, start living like the person I want to be. Um, I'm whatever I say I am. I remember I went to my Leak Tills live podcast. I talked about that in a previous podcast. And this fly lady, Carlene Roy, like changed my life. She's like on my list of fairy godmothers, right? Whether she knows it or not. Hey, Carlene girl. Um, and I just, after that, I just started dressing up to work. And I felt like as I started dressing up to work, I wanted to be like this bomb AF publicist. Like I'm getting dressed up. I feel like my, I started working harder. I started working better. I started producing better work. You know, I started walking into who I wanted to be, and it made all the difference. Um, I can say um, I want to be, and I can just say that the following women are people that I want to be just like, and their very existence makes me want to get out of bed and slay the world and, like, give the world all the black girl magic that I have. Some of people I know, some of people I don't know, some of people that I admire from afar, some of people I stalk on Instagram and just like want their hairdo, I want their clothes, I want their shoes. I'm just going to name a couple of people. Of course, like Erica Tanil Hicks, love her. Um, Rashawn Ali, Chloe Williams, Taria Williams, Andrea Bibbs, Kalana Barfield, Miley Till, Carly Roy, Oprah Winfrey, Wendy Williams, Shateria, um, Jackie Aina, Yandy Smith. I mean, the list can go on and on and on and on. You know, ultimately, I wanted to be the baddest B-I-T-C-H. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a woman that's about her business, has her ish together, that's fly while doing it, who can walk in a room and command attention, that is accomplished, that has goals, that's like on top of her ish, like every single day. Um, and I can do it because I'm already there, right? I'm number 22. I realized that I'm slightly obsessed with myself, but I'm going to tell you why, right? Um, I have literally fought tooth and nail to be who I am and where I am today. And when I look back at like older pictures of myself, I remember like being sad because I was dark skinned, right? Because the kids and School was calling me Blackie. Meanwhile, all them people that was calling me that stay in my DMs on Facebook, but that's none of my business. Anyway, um, I've just done a lot of work, and I'm doing the work to be my, the best version of myself. Nope, I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. I have my days where I feel like Shamu, and I'm just like, oh, my God, Mo, should have that piece of bread, and I go extra hard on a treadmill. I have my moments where I don't want to get out of bed. I have my moments where I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I have moments where I get in my own head, but sometimes I catch myself staring at my own pictures and I'm off how far I've come from the girl who, like I mentioned, hated her complexion. 
she was called black in elementary school, hated her gap. So she begged her mom for braces, thought my thighs were too thick. Now you can't get me to stop wearing the smallest shorts that I can find. Always wore my hair pulled back and wore like this huge orange hoodie every single day. It was from Old Navy, right? Um, I've endured like stuff emotionally. I've survived the death of my father, you know, gracefully. I lost my grandmother on my birthday a couple years ago. Um, I didn't like have the things. Um, like I didn't like who I was as a person. You know, you grow up as little girls like, oh, my God, I hate my hair. But now it's just like, oh, my God, I love the F out of myself. Right. Um, I'm really comfortable with, who I, with everything I am and everything I'm not. I set the things that people think they know about me based off a of social media profile, both good and bad. I'm fine with people not liking me and loving me based on the good and the bad. I love the F out of myself. Because if I don't, who else will? And I, that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm, like, so comfortable with myself. That is crazy. Like, it's just ridiculous. And, like, the transformation has been absolutely beautiful. And that's okay, right? Um, number 23, you can't shut down. Um, my family used to make fun of me because when I didn't get my way, I was, like, super pissed. I would, like, be super silent. I didn't speak one word and would be, like, totally unresponsive. I really learned quickly that that doesn't work as an adult. I have to use my words and articulate how, what I want and how I feel. Number 24. Oh my God, everybody. I'm so in love with my friends. Um, like I cherish them so much. I feel like this year I had like a relationship like whiplash, right? Um, lost a few friends, added some more. Like what I love about my friends, they're like, in my yes corner, like we literally stand for each other. They give me wings to help me fly. They cuss me out when I need it. They'll go on shenanigans and like epic adventures with me. They'll gas me up, tell me when I need to sit my little happy self down. Um, we'll dance on. They'll dance on sofas with me in the club. We'll drink from bottles of Moet. Um, we'll go to expensive restaurants to act like rich white women because those are like our ultimate goals. Um, they'll kidnap me when I need it. We'll get together and lay in the same bed and talk all night. We live like we're in our own world. I mean, my girl squad is tight and I roll with the best of them. Um, so I just want to shout out a couple women who make me better and just people that I, I genuinely admire. Um, I'm probably not going to hit everybody. If I didn't name you, that don't mean I don't love you. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Of course, my sisters, Melissa and Melanie, um, Faith, Kendra, Nicole, Tiffany, Lindsay, Nadia, Demetri, Kiara, Gladys, and the list goes on and on and on. I'm not really quite sure where I'll be without these ladies encouraging me, loving on me, pouring into me, investing in me. They just made me a better human being, and I couldn't be more grateful. Um, number 25, say it like I mean it. Be confident. Um, as my fairy godmother says, y'all know how much I love my auntie, Wendy Williams. Uh, number 26, their power, there's power in the details. So pay attention. Pay attention to the little things because the little things sometimes become the big things. Number 27, give yourself some wiggle room. I'm hard as F on myself. Like I am, can't nobody haze me better than what I could do for myself. Like I haze myself so much. And I got to leave myself a little room to grow and to make mistakes, right? Um... Number 28, switch it up. Stop doing the same ish all the time. Get out of a routine. Um, it took me changing my hair this summer. I had like these lemonade braids and I had my little um, Bo Derek braids. Then I went from a blonde bob to a jet black bob to a short bob to a long bob. And I've never just felt so much power switching it up and doing something different. Um, I feel so fearless. A good switch up can really change the game. Number 29, I'm ultimately finding happiness 
and the little things. And it is amazing. Like two Biscoff cookies puts a smile on my face. Going to the gym and having my headphones just makes me happy. Getting through a workout is just like, yes, girl, you did that. Eating some like sweet mashed potatoes from fresh to order. Just I feel like, oh, God, this is life. Just listening to Spotify with the windows down, like just the smallest things just put a smile on my face. And I'm just so grateful that I'm at a place where I can like fully be myself and I don't I don't need too much. All I need is a little bit of avocado, a good documentary and my Urban Mate energy drink. And I'm good and I'm Gucci. So those are 29 things I learned at 29 in the last year of my 20s and this is what I'm hoping this is the extra gym for 30 Um, my greatest wish for the next decade of my life is to just be to be great to be fearless to be myself to be confident to be open to be secure to be happy to be in love to be free to be positive to be amazing to be open to be nimble to be loved to be responsible, to be nice, to be a bad biz naive, to be forgiving, to be everything I want to be, everything I put my mind to, everything I desire to be, everything that I'm not yet. I just want to be myself ultimately. You know, y'all are going to be so tired of me and this birthday rollout, but I'm just simply happy to be here. I have an epic weekend, a birthday things planned. My close friends are coming into town. We're going to turn up. We're going to have a good time. We're going to beat our face. We're going to slay the ground. We're going to give y'all some looks, right? Um, you know, as a baby, I was supposed to die. My mom always tells the story. I was born like two weeks late. The umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck. They had to give my mom an emergency section. We both almost died. Um, my grandmother died on my birthday. Um, And so birthdays are big deals for me because I got a new chance at life, a new year to make mistakes and to learn from them, to make good decisions, to make bad decisions. Um, You know, I really see myself transform from a naive 20 year old to an amazing woman that I am certain that my dad would be so proud of. Um, And in this last decade, I've loved, I've lost, I've gained and I've grown. Um, And I'm so excited about this next chapter and phase of my life because it's a birthday girl. I'm hella 30, and life is lit, and I'm fit to turn up and just keep giving y'all more to hate me for. And I mean that not in a cocky way, but, like, I'm just going to keep giving y'all myself. You're going to either take it or you're going to leave it. So I hope you all enjoyed this special edition of One More Minute from Mo Mitch Mondays. It's almost my birthday on September 17th, so make sure you wish me happy birthday because I'm not going to let you forget because my birthday stuff going to be everywhere. Um, as always, I'm going to keep giving you more. Make sure that you follow the Single Back Female Project on Instagram at SBA Project. Uh, make sure you listen, like, and share this podcast with your friends and family. I hope for a girl that's about to be 30 that you can relate to this, a girl that's looking forward to being 30, even if you're 25, that you could take these gyms and run with them. Um, I'm so excited. I'm super hype. I'm super turned. My birthday is going to be hella lit. And so hope that you all enjoyed today's podcast and we will talk soon. Have an awesome week. And thank you for tuning in for another edition of Moment Mondays for one more minute.